0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. Our prophet Jonah has set sail to Tarshish. He's on the ship. He thinks himself safe. And he um, will find out that he's been pursued and overtaken, discovered and convicted as a deserter from his God. And how often do we do the same thing? But let's listen to God's word. We run from God thinking we're safe. We've gotten away, but you can't run from God. You can't run from his love. You can't run from his protection. You can't run from his oversight of us. But let's listen to God's word. I'm reading Jonah chapter 1 verses 4 through 6 in the God's word translation. It reads, The Lord sent a violent wind over the sea. The storm was so powerful that the ship was in danger of breaking up. The sailors were afraid, and they cried to their gods for help. They began to throw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship's load. Now Jonah had gone below deck and was lying there sound asleep. The captain of the ship went to him and asked, how can you sleep? Get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will notice us and we won't die. Again, this is Jonah chapter one, verses four through six in the God's word translation, which gives it the title. Jonah tries to run away from the Lord. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. We are continuing again in Jonah, chapter 1, looking at verses 4 through 6 in the God's Word translation. Jonah is trying to escape his um, duty. He flees from, uh, from his charge that God has given him, and he boards a ship that's Full of sailors who are superstitious and they have their uh, their little idol gods with them but let's listen to what the commentaries had to say God sends a pursuer after Jonah and that pursuer is a mighty tempest that uh, in the sea God sends strong winds he has winds in his treasure and out of these treasures God sent forth a great force of wind, with a strong, a strong and violent wind, a great wind into the sea. And uh, Matthew Henry notes that even stormy winds fulfill God's word, and are often the messenger of His wrath. So sometimes when things are going on in our lives, as we just ignore the, uh, the like the gentle reminding. Of the Holy Spirit God's gonna get our attention and we pray that it's never not ever with a, a strong stormy uh, occasions strong stormy and destructive occasions just to get our attention when the Holy Spirit is guiding you to make a change that's when you need to stop doing what it is that the Holy Spirit is convicting you of and make that change but let me continue uh, God gathers the winds in his fist, and that's how Proverbs 30 says. And you can just imagine, I love mythology, so I can just imagine this. And when he holds them and squeezes them, it seems like the winds blow where God wants it to blow. Where Well, it seems like the wind is just blowing any and every kind of way. But actually, God is sending the wind where he directs it to go. So when the wind is blowing... We don't know where it's going, you know, which way it's going a lot of times. You can look at the leaves and maybe the leaves are going in a circle, you know, but you can't just tell where the wind is coming from. God directs the winds where he wants it to go. The effect of this wind as a mighty tempest caused uh, great waves. So if you can imagine strong winds and high waves on the water, and these are probably seasoned uh, sailors, and they were frightened. And again, another note from Matthew Henry: Sin brings storms and tempests into the soul, into the family, into the church, into nations. It's a disquieting, uh, disturbing thing, and we need to take our you know time out to make sure that we don't allow Satan to bring uh, things like that into our lives, things that you can, that's in your control. We need to make sure that we keep, you know, uh, things that we can control in control so that God doesn't have to get our attention by bringing strong winds and storms and tempests into into our lives, into our families. The tempest prevailed to such a degree that the ship was likely to be broken, and uh Matthew Henry also noted that other ships were probably upon the same sea at the same time, yet it seemed like the ship that Jonah was in was tossed more than any of the other other ships on the water, and it was like it was in more danger. This wind was sent after Jonah; it wasn't after the sailors in that ship it was sent after Jonah. To fetch him back again to God and to his duty. And it is a, a great mercy to be reclaimed and called home when we go astray. It's like a child who stays out t- too late and they can hear their parent calling them to come home. Thank God for that voice saying, come on home, child. You've stayed in the world too long. I want to, uh, you know, clean you up. I want you to put on the finest I want you to put on the best signet ring, you know, but let me get back to the commentaries. The ship's crews the ship's crew were alarmed by this mighty tempest, but jonah uh the only person that you know it was uh should have you know it was it concerned him was unconcerned, so what was going on was because of Jonah. But he was unconcerned. But the ship's crew was very alarmed. They were very afraid. The, um, um, the impending calamity and the danger that was ahead of them, they didn't understand. So they started calling for all on board to call upon their personal gods, their little lowercase gods, because everybody had their own personal god that they worshipped. And of course, Elisabeth reminds us that those little idol gods are nothing but pieces of junk that people can put on a shelf, put in their pocket, take where they want to take them. And obviously, these men had their little gods with them. And every one of them cried out to their God. But they needed Jonah to wake up and cry out to his God, to Yahweh, to save them. And I've gone over by a minute and a few seconds. So let's pray. Father, we thank you as we read about Jonah, about the fact that he tried to run away from you, but in your love, you sent a way for him to come home. And we thank you for that you send a way for us to come home in the form of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior and by the guides and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that you do bring us home. You bring us out of danger, dangers that we created ourselves. And, Father, we know that many times we aren't brought to prayer until we're frightened into doing it, and that we should learn to pray in season, as the old folk would say, and out of season so that we don't have to go through situations like Jonah where the storm winds are high and the waves are cast over us because, you know, we've gotten in so deep trying to run from you. When we're in trouble, we need to run to you, Father. We don't need to let sin uh, take over our lives. We don't need to let Satan lead us into temptations that draw us from you. And God, we again thank you Keep us from being rocked asleep in carnal security. And those are the words of Matthew Henry. But sometimes we are. We just get so comfortable in what we're doing that that carnal security just makes us uh, not care about our souls. But thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. Again, Father, we have to pray for those who are in conflicts all over this world. In our our land and lands abroad, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. The needs are so many. And we're praying and thanking you in advance. And of course, always, we're praying for the Ukraine and praying for peace. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.